Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Take Flight Podcast. This is episode number 177 and it's part of our solo takeaway episode. If you haven't yet listened to our Take Flight takeaway episodes, please go and check out the series. It's when one of the hosts of Take Flight Podcast walks you through a topic in which they feel like you can gain a lot of value from. Now we've released numerous amounts about different topics. So if you haven't yet, go and check it out. This week's episode will be hosted by myself, Olu Okanola. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about my one-month trip in Bali, why I decided to go, how I made it possible, and talk about my experience. So let's get started, and let me give you some context. If you've been listening to our podcast for a number of years, you would have heard me talk about escaping and traveling to Bali. Why Bali? One of the pages I follow on Instagram, Passport Heavy, if you don't know about them, go and check them out on Instagram, Passport Heavy. I saw a video that they uploaded where they went to Bali, rented out a villa, had a private chef, lots of amazing experiences. A lot of the people that are part of that group are digital nomads. So those are people who work remotely all over the world. As long as they've got a computer and internet connection, they can pretty much travel and work abroad. That video looked like a dream, right? Work-life balance, affordability, right? I live in London for, if you don't know, I live in London, which the cost of living is really high. Going to somewhere like Bali, you can stay in luxurious hotels, great restaurants for a fraction of the price of what you pay in the UK. Also, it's just a beautiful environment. I've always loved the idea of really just exploring. Um, I lived in Dubai for a period of time where I was able to go to the beach right? Having that work-life balance of being able to work, but then during your lunch break or after work, being able to go out and explore is always been my dream. So end of last year, a few members of my family um, passed away. Devastating period of time, but it also got me thinking of the importance of living. I think so many times we talk about plans, we put on hold, we're not intentional with them. So end of last year, I said, look, I've been talking about Bali for a long period of time, It's time for me to be intentional about this. I started planning, how can I go to Bali for one month? I work in a very fast-paced, intense industry and also function, so finance. So it's almost impossible for me to disappear for a whole month, right? So I said, let me split this. Um, So I decided to split this into two parts, two weeks working, two weeks holiday. So the first thing I did was I looked at a calendar and I said, What period of time can I go away for a month, even though I'll be working for two weeks of that month, but it'll be less busy. You see, I didn't say quite because I think the industry I work in for many of the people that listen to this podcast is always sort of busy, but there's areas or times where it's less busy. So I pulled out the calendar and I tried to avoid any major reviews, budgeting, key activities that needed to be done and picked a month that I could travel. And then I booked it. The moment I booked it, it became real. Initially, when I was thinking about it, contemplating it, there's a lot of fear that starts to come over you, which stops you from doing it. But I said, let me book it. The moment I book it, it becomes real. And then I can start planning for the trip. So before traveling, the first thing I did was try to understand during that month and the two weeks that I was working, what were some of the key responsibilities that I had? And how could I be proactive to try and do as much as possible before leaving? Also, when researching where to stay in Bali, I needed to make sure that during the two weeks that I was working, 
I would find reliable internet connection, a villa where it wasn't too noisy, but also in a prime location where I can easily get to restaurants and shops in a short period of time. The next thing I did was reached out to friends who had been to Bali before to get an itinerary of places to stay, things to do, um, restaurants to eat at. If you are planning to go to Bali, feel free to get in contact with me. I've got a long list of restaurants, places you can stay. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out to me. And finally, I started packing and getting ready for my trip. So as I mentioned, my plan was to spend two weeks working in Bali and two weeks on holiday. So the first couple of weeks I was working. So let me just walk you through what a typical day looked like. I would wake up around 9, 10 a.m. I would go to a really nice cafe, have breakfast, jump on my scooter and explore Bali. Most of the time I would end up at a beach, um, just walking, suntanning <laughs> and just relaxing. And then around 2, 3 p.m. I'll go have a late lunch and then I'll head back to my villa by 4 p.m. And then I would work from 4 p.m. To 1 a.m. Because of the time zone difference, that would equate to sort of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. UK time. Now, what did I learn during those two weeks of working? The first one is I'm able to bring my best self to work when I find some form of balance. So what I mean about that is I really love the way that I structured the day where I was able to explore, get to see Bali, relax, and then work as well. I think so many times when I was in the UK, I found myself just really working and not making time for myself to really explore and live. The second thing is prioritization. Especially when you're working remotely, your prioritization time management is critical. Being able to ensure you get your stuff done. So when it comes to work deadlines, work assignments, communicating with people in your team, I made sure I was able to do all of the above, right? So really prioritize my time prioritize my day to ensure that all my deliverables were met whilst I was away. And lastly, it's really around putting yourself first. So I'll give you an example, which we can laugh about now on the podcast. But whilst we were away, we were supposed to initially record one week, ended up recording a week whilst I was in Bali. Time zone was quite late for me, but we recorded a podcast episode. The next week, the guys wanted to record again. Now, normally in the UK, I'd move a lot of stuff around try to make myself as flexible as possible to ensure that we can record a podcast or if it was work-related, ensuring that I'd move things around. So initially I said, look, it was okay for me to, to record and we can record the next week. But then I got invited to travel to a remote island, right? I had two options there. I could have decided, you know what, I'd already committed to recording on a podcast. Let me do that. Or I could have prioritized myself and being selfish in that situation. I chose to be selfish, right? <laughs> I chose to put myself first message the guys in the podcast and said, look, I'd already given you the previous week. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to record again tomorrow because I've been invited to go to an island and I went, right? Again, that's me prioritizing living experiences, moments with new people, um, which a lot of times I put on the back burner. So another thing I learned about myself and something I want to do more is really prioritizing myself and putting myself first. Now, in regards to the two weeks um, holiday, it was a dream. <laughs> I joined this group called Black in Bali, where I met a lot of amazing people that were traveling either solo or in small groups in Bali. So I did everything I could to really experience Bali. I tried not to stay in the same place for longer than two, three days, which meant I got to really explore 
and see as much as Bali as possible. I was able to do snorkeling. I went to some remote islands such as Nusa Penida and Gili T with new friends, new people that I met out there. I even tried to surf Epic Fell. I wouldn't really class it as surfing, but I tried to surf. Also tried to get to embrace the local culture, if that was through doing cooking lessons, going to local restaurants versus sort of the chains and the more high-end restaurants. But if I'm honest, I would completely do this again. I really want to ensure that every year I take one month out where I'm working remotely and on holiday for two weeks and explore a different place, right? Really find balance, find myself, um, get refreshed, provide myself with that passion and drive for living, which um, I think sometimes you forget or you miss when you're in that sort of routine of working, your normality, your comfort zone finding myself out of that comfort zone or forcing myself out of that comfort zone to really experience a new place and discover a new place was absolutely amazing. So for the listeners, if this is something that you want to do, I highly recommend it. Um, My advice for you is firstly, be intentional. If you say you want to do this, do it, book it now. Next is to plan ahead. Look at your schedule, understand your work busy periods and try to find a period of time in which if you were to travel, will be less busy than normal times. The next thing is learn how to prioritize and ensure that you're accountable for your deliverables and the things that you need to do at work or in any business that you run. And lastly, when you're there, make sure you explore and try new things. Get to know the local culture, explore and try. And lastly, when you do travel, explore and try new things. Sort of embrace the local culture, learn from the local culture, explore, try and do new things and get outside of your comfort zone. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, follow us on Take Flight Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube. You can also find myself on YouTube at Olu underscore Okanola. Thank you for listening to this episode. Take care and God bless. Take off, take flight with you.